Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 19th of May. Here's everything that you need to know. First, news from the mutual fund space. SEBI has introduced a consultation paper on the regulations that govern the total expense ratio that is charged by mutual fund schemes. It proposed a uniform total expense ratio for AMCs in a bid to bring in transparency in the costs charged to unit holders. The limits on TER have been proposed to be kept at AMC level and inclusive of all costs and expenses, including GST on management fees, brokerage and transaction costs, as well as B30 incentives. Considering that 20% of the AMCs are presently managing about 75% of industry AUM and many of the small AMCs continue to be loss-making entities, SEBI proposed revised TER slabs ensuring that smaller players are not at a disadvantage and to encourage competition among all AMCs. We'll bring you more details and analysis over the course of the day. Now, in more regulatory news, the market regulator has proposed to review the definition of unpublished price-sensitive information in its effort to bring uniformity and regulatory certainty to existing regulations. According to its proposals, all events that are considered material under Regulation 30 of listing obligations and disclosure requirements would now come under the purview of price-sensitive information for the purpose of preventing insider trading practices. Moving on, S&P Global Ratings has affirmed India's long-term sovereign credit ratings at triple B minus with a stable outlook. The government will likely maintain elevated fiscal deficits and a large debt stock despite ongoing uh, consolidation efforts. The stable rating outlook reflects the expectation that India's sound economic fundamentals will be sufficient to offset the government's weak fiscal performance, helping to sustain elevated government funding needs and a high interest burden over the next 24 months. That's from the statement by S&P Global Ratings. In the pharma space, Pfizer has initiated voluntary recall of four products after an out-of-specification was observed at the manufacturing facility of its contract manufacturer. The products were manufactured by Astral Steritech Private and marketed by Pfizer. In international news, G7 nations plan to increase pressure on Russia with additional sanctions as well as restrictions on goods it uses on the battlefield, according to a senior Biden administration official. The administration will cut off about 70 entities from Russia and other countries receiving U.S. exports by adding them to a Commerce Department export blacklist. The group will also work towards uh, tracking Russian diamonds, potentially paving the way for an import ban in the future. In news from China, Alibaba will explore initial public offerings for its logistics and grocery arms while hiving off its $12 billion cloud business, kicking off the first phase of a much-anticipated breakup to try to revive flagging revenue growth. Chief Executive Officer Daniel Zhang outlined the plan after the e-commerce giant posted yet another quarter, the third consecutive quarter, of single-digit revenue growth. And that is also reinforcing concerns that a Chinese consumer spending rebound may be farther out than anticipated. Meanwhile, in geopolitical news, the US and Taiwan have agreed to boost trade ties, the first tangible results under an initiative announced last year that faces strong opposition from Beijing. 
The agreement will streamline customs, reduce wait times for trucks and vessels, and improve regulation as part of a broader drive to deepen trade ties amid heightened tensions with China. Meanwhile, those tensions have pushed the UK towards Japan. Prime Minister Rishi Sunak announced a bilateral semiconductor partnership with Tokyo, and that's aimed at boosting supply chain resilience amid fears over China interference in Taiwan. That's a Bloomberg report. In international markets, U.S. stocks gained yet again on optimism that the debt ceiling issue could be resolved soon. And it's a positive start in the Asia-Pacific region too, with all three early risers higher by over half a percent. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day here in India. Morning, Neeraj. Lots to talk about today, particularly that consultation paper on the total expense ratio for mutual funds. But what's the setup for the markets at the end of the week? Thanks, Alex. It's an interesting Friday, considering the fact that a lot's happening in the globe with the G7 and the Chinese summit also underway, and US and China speaking about closer ties, uh, UK and Japan um, seeking of closer ties. So lots happening on the geopolitical front, which may have an impact on the market sentiment too. But, well, we've had three days of a pullback. Yesterday was, albeit a minor one. Uh, does that set the stage for a bit of a bounce? Maybe uh, if Sikhen Arayan was to be believed early last week or rather la- end of last week, he had mentioned that this week would have a weak bias and then we'll have a pullback. So let's see if that indeed turns out to be true. I would focus on specific pockets of strength and weakness because that's usually what is driving momentum these days. In, in today's session, uh, from a numbers perspective, remember JSW Steel, the big one, uh, along with PNB. Uh, aside of that, a clutch of very important mid-sized names, uh, none less than Zomato, which will be coming out with the numbers. There'll be Glenmark Pharma, which has had a terrific run the last few days. There's a talk of a deal around the corner. Could some announcements come in? Would be interesting. There's also belief that companies like EPL, uh, and Bandhan Bank would post a good quarter. Let's see if indeed that turns out. Uh, so a clutch of very important and exciting names to watch out for in terms of numbers. Uh, what about stocks to watch? Well, uh, let's start with, uh, actually let's start with uh, the non-result boys because there are a lot of results to discuss the, on the non-results front, right? Uh, the proposed caps on fees uh, on AMCs by, in the consultation paper by SEBI uh, well, this is uh, something that was widely discussed. Now it's come out in the open. Uh, brokerage's estimate, like Je- brokerage like Jeffrey's estimate, that it could impact profitability by 13%. Now, I would suspect that even if uh, some sort of pass-through might happen, we might see an initial knee-jerk reaction on the AMC stocks in the session today. So do watch out for those. There is some changes made in the greed and fear portfolio. May not have an immediate impact, but the interesting piece is that Axis has got a large weightage in Chris Wood's Asia X Japan long only portfolio as well as India long only portfolio. So that could be interesting. And what's been removed quite significantly is ICACI Lombard. So watch out for Axis and ICACI Lombard. If there is an unnatural reaction, you know why it is happening. Then the result boys and a clutch of them today, but I'll move through very quickly. So Gland probably stands out to me as the key one. What uh, poor numbers, much lower than estimated. I would reckon then Gland will be that one stock that will show a sharp reaction. United Spirits, uh, the numbers were lower than estimated as well, especially the margins at 9.41% versus estimated 11.3%, resulting in a sharp profitability drop of 42% as well. Suspect that this one too could show a reaction. PI Industries, 
a lot expected from this company a bit of margins have come in at 22 versus expectation of 24 half maybe has a bit of a reaction as well indigo kind of lived up to its billing um, strong numbers in almost in line with estimates you would argue uh, but net net revenue is up 77% uh, ebitar margin at 20.9 the estimated were 19.2 so like i said largely in line with estimates but a strong performance nevertheless tata alexi well uh, a far cry from what some of the peers have done uh, but slightly higher than the estimated numbers maybe has a bit of a positive reaction let's see uno minda the net profit beat estimates uh, most certainly revenues though slightly lower ebitda margin largely in line let's see um, again concor and bata had almost in line with estimates so no big changes there uh, kims uh, or krishna institute did reasonably okay pnb housing finance did reasonably okay so those stocks could actually react well lots more of course uh, uh, that will react but uh, in a limited time you can only sum up a few and i think these are the most important ones with this it's back to you thanks neeraj and as always thank you all for listening in this is alex matthew signing off have a great friday and an even better weekend